Like I think in the film poster, you will write the uh, screenplay by Aaron Sorkin. They only that will write. Mm. But if it's like small timers, people who really need their their name to get out to get more jobs, can they? We don't really see much of that. Because usually we would see uh the best director, the best actor, main actor, actress. It's usually like that unless the scriptwriter has a previous line where they got an award of but not because usually when the actor director get awards they get really popular so yeah unless they uh the people watching it are really really a fan of that film where they really get that impact um they will actually uh, remember the details of the film or not just like i rarely as an example i rarely remember any script writers or whatever film or series except for lucifer's even that, I don't even remember the name. I just remember, oh, she is someone's wife, somebody's wife. That is because I'm really into Lucifer. That's why. Yeah. Uh, if like that, then I would like to add on that maybe people don't know exactly what people are doing. Like, like say you have the name screen, uh, script writer, and you have the name, uh, what's that? Screenplay writer. And then you have the writer of the whole story itself. Like, maybe like through that, people don't actually know what the specific people are doing. Like, sure, they put their names out in the credits and whatnot, but like, they don't know what exactly is doing what, like who is exactly doing what, you know? Everybody pretty much know what, what word director means. Like. Yeah. Um. As, far as, as far as the everyday average person knows, it's like they know what the director does and they know what the actors do. Uh, other than that, I guess, you know, sound effects. <laughs> so, so it's like, um, people tend to notice director or the actor because people every everybody know what is a, what does the director do basically he is the one that directing the whole film oh oh yeah, yeah i just have to add that like um i think the reason why part of the reason why script writers don't really get the appreciation or recognition they deserve is very much like their ideas and their vision and their art is on paper mm-hmm. and only like i as a lot of people are only when you're really interested in it you will really take the time to read the script. Because only when you actually read the script, you realize there's these tiny details or in certain scenes that they wrote. Yeah, it's very like, interesting. It's a different experience. So it's a bit, that's why it's a bit hard for people to give the recognition and, and appreciate script writers unless they really want to like read the entire script. Yeah, that's all. I hope that makes but sense. That, but through that, it, you, you're, you're saying that if the movie doesn't like, in a sense, attract people enough, they would like care for the scriptwriters either. Lah. Yeah, basically, film means nobody would care about the scriptwriters. So, I agree with everything that everyone said, but I also would like to add that I think at the end of the day, it's also uh, part of it is your own initiative as well, like how you decide to appreciate the art. And mm. I do try to make it a point where if I see like a really good film, like even the the movie uh, A Ghost Story, like recently when I, I thought of it again, I actually went online to search who wrote that story. And like I tried looking for his other works and see what else did he do? Because like maybe I'm interested in that too. But I guess it's just how I'm wired because even though I do try, I ended up forgetting anyway because I really just have really bad memory. So yeah, <laughs> that's my perspective well it really sounds like you guys did some homework before you guys come into here okay so here comes a very interesting question 
What do you guys think about our local films? Uh, I'm I'm in love with Namron works. Mm. Namron's works. I really like. I I really like Damron. Oh my god, careful, careful. careful. It's okay. Let's let's resume. It's like Sorry, one, one thing I like about his yeah. persistency, like how he's always like in almost every movie. But also like because recently he did uh I think last year or the year previously before, the name of the movie was uh one two Jaga. That that's a good one. That's really good. Ah, yeah. It talked it talked a bit about um it talked on like corruption inside with within the police police system in in Malaysia uh other movies i've watched i've watched uh Yasmin Ahmad the the orchid series and talent time um and also and so this this one 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 Malaysian film that's on YouTube that's also by Namron the but the, but the, the the film name is called uh something silent uh. I, I keep forgetting the name I've, i i i i keep i keep watching the film over and over but i keep forgetting the name yeah so my opinion based i think like from for for me what i feel about the malaysian film industry is that the market is it's always about like like other than the ones I've mentioned, the the films that are that are being shown are always about the same topic over and over again. It's about gangsters. It's about uh, people fighting. It's about it's if not that, it's about um like like shooting action films or romance or, or romance, right? So I think I think like what's what's really really like 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 stopping us right now is because why these films are being created or like being produced is because there is an audience for them mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and the audience for these type of films are, are even more greater than than films that really wants to to tell stories that are really malaysian and and because these are films keeps getting recognition like keep getting like uh money keep getting like audiences to watch so they keep producing the same thing over and over and over again and like uh one more thing that like like that's that's my that's my opinion on like the 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 why we keep say, seeing the same type of film over and over another thing i'd like to add on is that our i feel like our film industry is very much segregated by language and mm. race like like if there is a good Malay film, it will only be known as a good Malay film. It won't be known as a good Malaysian film. Or when there's a good Chinese film, it will only be known as a good Chinese film. Normally, uh, it won't be known as a good Malaysian film. And also, like, like uh, ever has ever has anyone here watched Jagat, the the Tamil film about what? So Jagat was a film. I think it was in twenty seventeen, the film. It was, it got nominated for like uh the Malaysian film 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 festival. It got nominated as like best award, best best film. But and then they even got awarded, but the film was awarded as non-Malay film, like a bracket. So mm-hmm. so that so even though it was like everybody ag- consensually agreed that it was the best film of the year, but. 
they they couldn't give it like the best Malaysian film because it was not in Malay. It was in Tamil. Yeah. Mm. So I think it was the thing. My opinion is the segregation of language, and also, uh, mass audience keep wanting the same thing. That's why we are stagnant. My dear, my brother, especially on his last point about the segregations in language. But I want to like add um how I think right the another reason why the Malaysian industry in films is stagnant is because we have a lot of censorship laws that kind of yeah that 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 stops and I think a lot of times these laws like we have on one hand many people don't want to make more movies. Like good movies or different movies is because I'm what my brother said lah. There's already an audience for one type of film, so they keep producing the same type of film. So it's like money, great. They can continue do their work, and they won't dare to to like step out of line because I think a lot of times the film industry is very connected to politics, and when that happens, it's like a little bit tricky to work around, especially when we have censorship laws. Uh, oh, I I haven't watched any. Local films lately. That's only because um, Yasmin Ahmad recently went on Netflix. So have you be watching Yasmin Ahmad soon again? Um, I wanted to say something about how. Yeah, the one thing is censorship. Uh oh, and censorship that causes us to not write stories. Um. Uh, yeah, I I think a lot of times we Malaysian writers. They like to feel like we need to copy Westerners, like mm. we cannot have simple stories that are truly Malaysian. They 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 tend to just say like, oh, that action movie about spy or that action movie about shooting got really popular in America, so we should do it too in Malaysia in Malaysia context. But it doesn't work at all. We always try to. I think this happens in a lot. Of, okay, no, not a lot of Asian countries. In Indonesia, their movie scene is really well, and then I think the reason why in Indonesia their movie scene is so well is because they don't try to mimic Westerner. They don't try to mimic, uh, European or anything. They just tell their own stories, and I think we have trouble with, uh, telling our own stories is because, the line is Malaysian. It's always so blurry. It's always that like we don't know what what story is considered Malaysian, and I I feel like that's why again bringing in the race segregation thing. When we tell a story, even a writer is Chinese and they write it their experience for, it just feels like a Chinese story rather than a Malaysian story. If that makes sense, I hope it does. Yala, and my mom noticed a film they copied from the Western. It was a complete ripoff of the vow where the husband had a car accident and forgot the wife. They just switch up the roles, but that's not original anymore. Even as much as they want to make it original, it's not widely accepted in Malaysia. So it starts from there. We're not given the freedom to be creative. But I but but despite like all these like I know we're talking a lot on like like the negative uh point of view in terms of Malaysian film industry. Uh, I do, I do, I do see hope and potential in our filmmakers, like our young filmmakers, people who is still trying to make. Because recently, I've been watching a lot of short films, and then like a lot of, I realized that a lot of Malaysian short films has also been nominated outside overseas. 
and there's a lot of there's a lot a lot of potential. It's just the mainstream industry. Yeah. Mm. Me? Yeah. Uh, um, I was thinking like it, my thoughts were kind of reflecting on what Exia said. In Malaysia, I feel like the filmmaking industry is more of a business than, you know, expressing yourself or telling a story or something more, uh, into those aspects. But like, you know, they milk the things that they could make money out of. So like, they go with the thought of you know, if it's if it's not broken, don't fix it. So let's just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. You know, until people are tired. But the problem is people don't get tired of it. You know, there's always that one big market just for those people to get more money, you know? And like, even if that's the case, like, you know, they make a movie for those people, those people um, pay a lot, and then they use that money to make another same, you know, like same formula kind of film. Yeah, it's true. Compared to international, especially Hollywood, uh, Malaysia filmmaking industry is not mature. They are not, they don't have a proper structure in terms of how the work process is supposed to be like, like the flow of the work, how it's supposed to be like. So as so, if you want to compare us to the international filmmaking industry, um, of course, we won't be at par with them. Lah. So what do you guys think is the main problem here? Like, we as the audience we demand for creativity we demand for quality we demand for originality so yeah what do you guys think is the problem here it's because we demand for change it's tradition i feel it's tradition like they think like it's been going on for all this time then it's like yeah like don't change it it's fine it's tradition why 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 change anything like keep it going why not that's like that's 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 what they're thinking. So, so uh, tradition as in which party tradition or all party tradition? When it, like, when it comes to the filmmaking and the audience, you know, it's like, let's just keep watching the same thing over and over again. Like the mass audience has, they're not in a way taught or exposed to the idea of having something different in their own country. You know? Mm. Like, it's fine for other countries to do it, it's fine. But like, when it comes to Malaysian, like, they want the same thing over and over again. Like, I think in order for, 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 for Malaysian, Malaysian audiences to, to want to have, to watch like, like films that is truly ours, we, we really need to change in how we, view, how we view what films are. And also like, how, how, like, how like we we getting educated on on issues that is pertaining to us Malaysian, but we can't do that because our our Malaysian punya education system is so far behind. It's so far behind. I can I wh- why I say it's so far behind is because recently recently uh not recently but like I I once worked at um I once worked at Calpac. As like a drama, drama, speech and drama facilitator. So I teach kids that are like seven to eight years old, uh, nine to twelve years old. So, but most of the kids that I teach, they are they are international school students, right? And then like sometimes I would just ask, uh, oh, so what what uh, what do you guys do? Like I think it was back then it was like MCO. I was still teaching and after MCO. Then we had like class. Then I was, I asked them also oh, what you guys do. It was like a sharing session, and then the students like, the students answered me. Oh, oh, for class today they are like twelve years old. Uh. For class today we had to, 
embrace uh, we our class was gender gender uh, public awareness. So I had to raise a public awareness on gender equality through a website. So 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 like so now I go into more detail. They they're having at the age of twelve international schools. They're having classes on like social issues, on like on like the the economics of the world and everything. But like Malaysian students at the age of six, at the age of twelve years old, we're still like preparing for what uh, mathematics, R, <laughs> and like we don't even talk about what is what is important in our society or what is important for Malaysian audience. So, for me, sorry. Uh, for me, basically, I think it's the system. To be honest, um, like I think there's the persatuan, um, for the actors, for the actors or the seni Malaysia, the official one, like the majority is just Malays. So I feel like we need mix of mix of culture. Although I mean, of course, we can only think oh, it's just culture. But the thing is, the work ethic. The work culture, the mindset, the perspective is going to be different, and everyone is going to bring to bring the the ideas coming from their own culture, which is going to create a pure Malaysian, uh, a more Malaysian-oriented movie compared to just I don't know. I just feel like there's less movies that is just uh, there's less movies, films in Malaysia that is just based on the actual value that shows Malaysia itself. They I, I feel like they always go for the hype, like I don't wanna say names, but um they choose um actors based on the actors individual popularity. Like the movie could be like three out of ten, but just because the actor is there, maybe because he's a comedian, maybe he's well known in whatever, so they just choose it. Because they know people are going to watch that movie just because of the actor or actress. That's pretty much it. Um, like that. Then, then it's basically by doing this, they, they're, they're taking a shortcut. It's just you're doing this just because you want to make profit. You want to sell that movie, not because you want to chase on creating the value, like creating the value of that movie itself. Like if you want. If you want like an action movie, you could put a comedian. Just because, just because he's, of course, it's good. It's good for marketing. But if you look for long term, you cannot always do it. You could, you should always like find new talents, polish. And also, I feel like uh, Malaysia itself, the arts industry, the film industry, we have so much talents, regardless of what what the what's the race and all. Like one of it, Xavier mentioned is Namron. I I feel it's really really good. Like. Is involved with Bunohan with One Two Jaga, which is really good. But the thing is, I feel, um, the the overall culture of the Malaysian film industry itself, um, we're not engaging properly. We're not. There's not much variety. There's a lot of talent. That there's a lot of specialist people in the industry, but, but the there's too many cutting slides, there's too many shortcuts people are taking. They just use uh, the straight, direct cable networking. They don't really open their job opportunities or whatever it is to other people. They don't go scout new films, uh, new new actors. They don't go try, they, they don't really take ideas. 
uh, they just want to get that hype. They, they know what's in trend. That's all. They don't really want to create something. They just want to get that profit. They just want to, they know what's in the market. That's all. They don't really want to create a new environment. Like there's less of, there's less. Um, I, I watch an Indonesian movie. It's called, it's called Radin Kartini. I think it's basically about the Dutch, uh, the Dutch, um, uh, get um uh, the ja- the the Dutch what was he called Jaja the Indonesia thing Invasion. yeah Invasion. Oh, ja- Jaja <laughs> Dutch Netherlands yeah Dutch so basically although um the film was produced by by the Dutch by uh foreign but the movie itself the film itself is about the culture the heritage of Indonesia how the independence is built, female empowerment. So I feel Malaysia, we're lacking to do this. Like we don't really take, just because we we wanna cut slacks. We just wanna we just wanna take the the actors with the most influence, regardless of their skills. Just because we wanna make that profit, because you know you're gonna sell out anyway, regardless of the, uh, uh quality, the full purpose of the movie itself in the film industry. Then other than that, it's just. Um. Yeah, there's too many shortcuts. The industry is too many taking too many shortcuts. They just wanna sell it. They don't really wanna create something new. Um. Then they have to. Um. Even in the not in, even just in the production in the system itself in the organization there's domin it's don dominated by too many. If it's like a Chinese organization of uh, film industry, then it's going to be just Chinese. Malay is just Malay, Indian is just Indian. Just like uh, existed, it's just uh, segregated by language, right? So I feel like we should mix all of this together so everyone could work, like provide the different perspective, you know? Okay, I think for me, at the very, okay, I, I, I think it overlapped with what Nick and my brother said. But for me, what what is the core of it is really the view Malaysia has towards art itself. Like, because we grew up with the thinking like art isn't as important. You know, I, I I know like other countries are the same as well. But like, there is a difference in in our the way we it throughout the years. And I think especially in Malaysia, we've always viewed art is a very weak thing to do and nobody should get into it and it has like discouraged a lot of potential creatives to push out work because they themselves have already adapted to the idea and that concept that if you want to be a filmmaker it's going to be a very difficult journey but why is it going to be a difficult journey oh because you know malaysia just does art as shit and like you probably won't get any sponsorship and all that kind of thing like that you just want to have a support system there so really, for me, to just cut short, I think in order for us to really produce better films, we need to start changing the way we view art, which has been changed, I think. I think we are at the direction where more creatives are being known and are being seen. And like, I think more people are, being, are not cheating on art, I guess. So really, um, school should not discourage art. Yeah, the end. Is this uh okay like Nafisa? Because like we're not uh as educated about uh, not 
generally like some of them are not as educated about art as they probably should be but that can be fixed if uh, we have if the government give us the freedom to do that that's one thing and another thing the support uh, the fundings the support so like confirm if the government suddenly said okay do whatever you want be creative here's some money so many completely like great things can happen but we just aren't given the freedom to do that we're, we're too restricted and i believe that memang uh, malaysians we can uh, our minds can be expanded about art it's just that no one is able to do that yet do you guys know that in other country films are under arts and culture so it's like films are something they need to protect and promote Uh, yeah, but in Malaysia, I don't think films are under arts and culture. I think it's under multimedia, right? I think so, lah. Uh, so, since you guys mentioned about the censorship, do you guys think that restriction or this censorship is necessary? Okay. Um, coming from like a communication background, like almost mm-hmm. finishing my degree in communication, I I do understand the. I do understand the notion of having censorship, especially if you look into how much media plays a role into how we think about things, right? I, I think my stance is not on censorship, but it's more of more of categorizing each film. Like if this film is PG thirteen, it needs to have PG thirteen. It can only contain PG thirteen punya content, because if it exceeds PG thirteen, it needs to be branded as something else lah. And then mm. like through these labels, through these labels, then because because film, whether we like it or not, media does play a role into how how we think stuff, like and and the type of films we watch as we're younger when we're young. When we at the young age, eventually formalize our thinking when we grow up. So in terms of censorship, I believe that if you, I don't really believe in censorship. More of like believe in, yeah, in categorizing like PG thirteen. There's also if I'm not mistaken, there's other what what other what other labels are there? They are like, like eighteen plus, eighteen plus. But there's other categories, right? Like we hint eighteen plus. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you for all, and twenty one. So I, I think like if you like already label a film as, as PG eighteen, or R rated, right? You already label it. Then I don't think they should. You shouldn't censor the the film, lor. Because you already label it as such, so the audience that come in and watch. Should not have should have an understanding that when they come in and watch, there's gonna be this this type of topic or or these type of things that's gonna be discussed about. I think right, um, art and like anything that has to do with art should never be censored, because the moment you censor art, then it's the moment when you say that the citizens' right to express and Feel and think is no lo- no longer exists. So yeah, I I completely agree with what everything my brother said. I think that yeah, you should definitely obviously in every film you should always have trigger warning. You should always categorize them 
because you want to make sure that the public knows what they are getting into. But in terms of what is inside, you should never censor anything of it. You should always let it flow because like it's also kind of an insult la. if you want to like censor it it's like you're saying the riot stupid you know <laughs> like <laughs> it just doesn't make sense yeah um censorship shouldn't exist it only silences us when it exists it destroys democracy therefore it destroys us the end but i feel like if they they are doing this mainly because they worried the citizens itself um are easily influenced because I feel like if it's, it's, it is needed for for the citizen for all of us to experience different exposure throughout mm. different um, rate like PG-13, PG-18, R-rated movies or whatever like family movie we have to experience all of those unless it's like a very provoking movie just like the the movie where where there's like too many racial slurs the 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 western movie where it literally imitates the the islamic prophet nabi muhammad and all prophet muhammad yeah which was banned and all right which was which created a lot of controversy throughout the world so i feel those type of things we, we what's the uh, i don't know but it literally imitates created a character which which you're talking imitates, about Messiah, is it I don't know. Yeah, it literally imitates the prophet itself, which is really, really it, which is forbidden. It's against the Islamic mm. belief and to act as a prophet and all. Uh, so yeah, I think on those things, which is a very sensitive, it could be censored, censored. But I doubt there's a lot of movies like that. If it's like LGBT and all, I think it's very much needed. I wouldn't say it, it it's right or it's wrong, but I feel it's much needed for the for the citizens' nature to get exposed to it, to fully understand. It doesn't matter if what we believe and all, as long as we know what we believe, whatever people can accept it, people could be not opposed to it, people could reject it. But as long as we get to experience a lot of differences, a lot of variations of movies or films, it helps us to build a stronger culture. Because as long as because we just have to keep on learning and learning, we shouldn't limit like the government itself shouldn't limit the the learning opportunity for the citizen itself, unless it's something is really really very sensitive like when it comes to attacking or insulting religion, uh, a strong racial abuse or whatever, then it it has to be banned or whatnot. But if it's just about differences in belief, differences in sexuality. I think it's very much needed. Yeah, it's very much needed. It shouldn't be censored or whatnot. I don't really have much thought. Lah. Basically, I again, I agree with er everything that everybody said. <laughs> I feel like it's like Akasha said, like, like it's, we need these things, you know, like to expand our mind. Like it's it has to start somewhere. And not everyone reads books. It's not particularly enjoyable for everybody. But if it's a film, then confirm like everyone would have watched films their entire life. So even if like mention you're just browsing through the TV and then like you stop at one particular channel and something came on, like it's already there, you end up watching it. Like from there you learn something new. So we definitely need all these things. Uh, they shouldn't restrict us for it mm. from it. 
in Yera. Um, I just wanted to add on what Akasha said, like, um, talked about like how films and all that things we need to experience. And I really agree on that because like films are stories that are there not to tell us what is right, what is wrong, what you should see, what you shouldn't believe, but they are there to tell us that these are true stories, these are real stories, these are people's stories, and now you know. And whether it's, it's up to you, whether or not you want to sympathize, empathize, and choose what to believe. You know, hence why censorship is so, it's like, I know uh, Akasha agrees on the, like, there is, should be a limit to, that there should be some certain censorship. But personally, I think any form of censorship, even though for it, it, it for a good cause, I think when censorship exists, it's silently more part of a person's story. Even though we find that story offensive, it's still something I think we shouldn't do. Because, again, stories are experiences, story are real people's experiences. So as long as censorship exists, even though for good cause, it can always be abused. Because like, even in the law, it can be abused. So that's all I wanted to add. Can I add on a bit about what Jeffrey said? I think, yeah, I think yeah, well, like, the, the, the only way for censorship to be abolished or, like, to have no censorship, I think it's a whole risk, like, going back to, like, the root of the problem, guys. It's a whole restructuring of how, how we view art, how, how we are educated on on art and what it is for because most of the time that when when people say oh we're going to censor this film because it will provoke provoke uh people to be angry to be what but actually all this if we think about it if people are angry after watching a film or if people are uh, feel offended after watching a film isn't that isn't that what a film is supposed to make us do? Isn't that what a film is? Isn't a film supposed to make us think and to challenge our, our belief? And then if our belief is truly strong and truly forthright and that we are, we, we do not have any harm or whatever, then shouldn't, then wouldn't the movie, then the movie won't, won't, won't change anything. If it's a film about, like, for example, if a film is about uh, a, a love story about the LGBTQ plus community, right? If you, if it, at the core of that, even though they are, I, I'm not sure, I, I, I'm uh, uh, sorry if I, if, I, if I butcher this, this analogy, but it, at the very core, it, like, you, you might say, like, it's sensitive because because we are uh, Muslims, uh, it's 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 banned. It's 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 haram. But at the core of that 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 story is it's a love. It's a, it's a it's a love story. It's a, and okay, I don't know what point I'm trying to make. Uh, I I just feel like uh yeah, it's totally fine to to just um uh, I I know that just to. Uh, allow a lot of films like LGBTQ or not. I feel like yeah, it's fine. It, it's fine 
if it's like against of against people's belief or whatnot, it's totally fine because it helps us to understand different cultures uh, a lot more and uh, makes us more exposed, um, matured. It's just censorship. I feel censorship is just needed when it comes to films that is just purely meant to offend that offend mm. certain party yeah it's like this movie they literally change history just to provoke into a political you know whatever i feel mm. that one we need to censor but when it comes to just like what gay marriages gay love um what whatever, whatever. <laughs> like whatever it is i feel like it's totally fine it's totally fine like people might not be comfortable with it but people should always respect pe- uh, other people's beliefs other people's story it's just as long as um people know each other everyone knows each other's intention on just sharing on just sharing their part of life to a film or whatnot i think that's what matters we should always try to learn regardless whatever religious background or race or culture it is yeah, as long as everyone's intention is just to keep on sharing you know yeah i i think it's very much needed to just keep on allowing different type of films regardless of how different or how against it is in with people's belief or not. Nafi, mm. uh, I just want to add about when Akasha said like the uh, thing about being uncomfortable um, like I think big part of why we get I don't know whether this relates to this question but never mind like big part of why we also don't have good films is that people, Malaysians are not good with being uncomfortable. And in order to tell good stories, you need to feel uncomfortable. You need to be okay with un- being uncomfortable. But it's very difficult when we are always kept in the bubble of our safety net and we refuse to step out of it to feel uncomfortable. You know? But good films are all uncomfortable. Moonlight is uncomfortable, but it's like a good film, I think. Yeah. Oscars, 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 best film or what? I think it is a good film. <laughs> Alright, everyone, I guess that's pretty much for today's episode. Thank you so much for your truthful opinion. Not- Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> um, I had so much fun. It was so interesting. Uh, but I sort of think we strayed away from the topic. Yeah, are we still on the topic? I'm not sure. Trust me, everything is related, whether it be directly or indirectly. Filmmaking is an act of storytelling, and scriptwriters are the ones that turn this story into a script, into the blueprint of everything later. It is an undeniable fact that a director of a film will get the most spotlight either within the industry or outside of the industry because a director visualizes the written words into what we see at the end. However, However, as the foundation of a film, scriptwriters can be seen as the unsung heroes along with other crew members. After all, a film is a collective effort of everyone in the production. Again, thank you so much for listening. Feel free to let me know what you think of this episode at our IG account, Kpo Cafe, or you can DM me at my personal account. Who knows, we can be friends and maybe we can come up with another new series together. Hey! Oh, a little sneak peek for the next episode. We will be having someone from the industry to share with us his experience as a scriptwriter. Hmm, I wonder who would that be? So stay tuned. Till then, see ya and remember to stay safe.